When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the podcast from Secret Golf. I'm Diane Knox Bayless, and this week Elk and I are going to be talking about the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play event. Now, this is the only match play event on the PGA Tour schedule, and well, I look forward to this every year for a couple of reasons. It's exciting, it's different, and I love doing this podcast where Elk and I go through our brackets. So, Austin Country Club is the venue. This this week and Elk, it's a, a great course, a really interesting course for the guys to play. Not too far from me, Diane, down here in Texas. Um, yes, it is. A, it's a it's a wonderful place. It's it, it's sort of for Texas. It's it's a little unusual because we we don't have much terrain change, but yeah, Austin Country Club does, and it's beautiful. And, and it go, it, I've been over there. I just haven't. I don't know the course well enough. I've only ever played there once, a long time ago, but. One one uh, nine hole stays up on top and winds its way through. I've even thought about my picks this week of how this is going to work out for some of these guys that hit the ball. And then the other nine drops down onto the river and beautiful iconic bridge there. You've got these holes, Diane, that are, you know, you can drive it on in one. You've got lakes everywhere on the back nine. Perfect match play course because um, we saw Scotty Scheffler last year um, playing against Billy Horshaw and became you know pretty apparent that um, Scotty wasn't on quite on form as he is this year. It'll be interesting to see how these picks, yours and I, shape out. But lots of chances to catch up, cross water, taking different lines, windy, all that. So, yeah, I, I really think this is a super fit for the match play. Okay. I mean, it's not um, it's not one of the longest courses by any means. Par 71, it measures just over 7,100 yards and it's not the most difficult, but if there's one thing about this course, it's precision is going to be important. And whenever match play is involved, we know that the putter has to be hot. Yeah, and of course... Diane, you know that the most dangerous people in match players are these scrambly type guys. I mean, yeah, you can you can hit it good every day, but you're not going to hit it hit it perfect every day. It's going to be windy. You're going to get out of position. So who actually can get up and down? Who can make the putts? The last three weeks on tour, 
has seen some of the best putting that I've seen in quite a while. Scotty Scheffler putted unreal. I mean, he probably shouldn't have won at Bay Hill. I mean, you know, uh, but putted so unreal down the stretch. Of course, Cam Smith, who's not playing, it was just unbelievable performance with a putter there. And then, of course, Sam Burns, who was also not playing, playing, just putting. So my point here is the PGA Tour takes different twists and turns as the year goes goes along. You know, we were focused so much on Bryson DeChambeau and the distance and all that, and the guys were chasing him, Rory, and all these guys were chasing distance. But it seems like to me in my mind, Diane, right now that the putter is the sort of the hot club on tour right now. And I'm sort of looking down my list this week to see who who actually convert, who can who can knock a guy out of it, who can knock you out. I mean, it's one thing to go out and play good and make three birdies, um, you know, and be close in your match. It's another thing to hit it okay and make seven birdies and make putts from all over the place. Yeah. The other thing about match play is it just kind of brings out a different side to some of these guys. I mean, we saw Billy Horschel win last year. He won 1.82 million, beating Scheffler, who got 1.15 for second place. But I think these guys that really have like that fire in their belly. And we talk about them when it comes to the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup too, but Billy Horschel fits that mould. And we talk about Sergio Garcia, who has a great track record in this tournament. Ian Poulter, who did well last year too. So it just, you know, right now we're seeing Scheffler and Burns and Cam Smith. These young guys are really prevailing on the PGA Tour. And we saw Davis Riley, who almost got it done at the Valspar too. But experience, I think, does come into play when you're in this type of situation. Oh, for sure. And we're also seeing some guys that aren't hot in putting. You know, we're seeing Rahm's not hot. Zalatoris is not hot. Is Spieth hot? I'm not sure. Is JT? I'm not sure. So it's going to be interesting when we get into these brackets to see who we think is going to advance and why we think they're going to advance. But there's a couple of brackets that sort of stand out to me that are sort of a no-brainer and that I'll probably get those wrong. And then there's a couple of brackets that are impossible to pick. So why don't we dive right into it and let's see what we got. Right, well, let's talk about the format first because uh, this is where we have to pay attention a little bit to what's going on. So I'll be like the school teacher here and I'll give you the 411. So first of all, golf starts on Wednesday this week instead of Thursday. So Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, we have 16 groups of round robin play. So basically, there's four players within these 16 groups and those matches will go on over the course of the three days. One of the top 16 highest ranked is in each group. If they win, they get one point. If it's a tie, they get half a point and it's a sudden death playoff if needed. So basically we have Wednesday, Thursday and Friday to decide the winner of each of these 16 groups. Then we move on to the single elimination knockout rounds, I guess. On Saturday in the morning, we have the round of 16. So basically all the the 16 winners are going to play from each group. Then we go into the quarterfinals on Saturday afternoon. Sunday morning is the semifinals. And then Sunday afternoon, we have two finals matches going on. Of course, the championship match to decide the overall winner. And then the guys play for third place place as well so we have a lot of golf and as we work our way through the bracket it's obviously going to become um, a little bit easier to understand but I was looking and last year every player in the field made at least $35,750 
dollars. Even the guys that had zero points from the group stages, that's how much they won. So it's a profitable week when you get to these World Golf Championships. It certainly is, Diane. And of course, they're just coming off the backs of the big 20 million at the Players' Championship. Not everybody's playing this week. There's a few omissions from this event. Rory's not playing. You already spoke of Sam Burns is not playing. Cam Smith's not here. Uh, what's going on, Diane? Are they all waiting for the gust, Augusta? What What is going on here? Well, you have to think that, uh, well, Cam Smith gave a really good reason. His family were over from Australia to watch him lift the Players' Trophy. And he said that he wanted to spend some extra time with them. And after winning all that money, I think he um, <laughs> he was like, let's just take a nice break, which I did like the fact that he put family first. And then, you know, they have to, Sam Burns has said, you know, just with the schedule coming up, they have to be thinking that the Masters is only a couple of weeks away. So, you know, you don't want to be tired, especially when you're someone like Sam Burns who just won again. What's that? Three wins within one year. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I like it. There's, there's, um, it gives other guys the chance to move in. I mean, Maverick McNeely got in when Sam Burns withdrew. McNeely's a player who's searching for his first win on the PGA Tour, but has been playing some great golf for a really long time. So um, will I pick him or will I not? We'll find out. Last year we saw in the final Billy Horschel. Uh, I'm not sure what the seeds were in Scotty Scheffler. Of course, we know that Scotty Scheffler hadn't won last year. He hadn't won uh, until recently in Phoenix, but it wasn't the most marquee matchup they were saying, but... And here we are a year later. I've always told people, I've told sponsors, I've told tournaments, you never know who's going to be a star on the tour and who's going to step forward. But look at Scheffler now. Wouldn't they'd want Scheffler in the final now? Of course, they were, you know, that they, they have no choice, of course. But um, you never know, Diane, who's going to step forward. Look at some of these names on here. Joaquin Neiman, who we didn't know of much, you know, too many years ago. I mean, there's a few, there's most everyone we know on this field, but mm -hmm. this is a big opportunity as well. Yeah. I'm looking down there, one of the Tom Hoagie, he's mm -hmm. playing. Um, it's worth noting as well, last year, eight of the 16 group winners. So half of them were the worst seeded player in the group. <laughs> so it just goes to show that when it comes to this format, you're going to have some real surprises that, that play well, get the points and move on past the group stage. So I've definitely taken that into a little bit of consideration too. I started filling out my bracket and as I got through it, I'm like, this is really not the direction I was hoping it was going to go, but I'm going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird it's weird how you might fancy one and then you've got to keep carrying him through and you've got to keep putting him over the other guy and, and so yeah. on but yeah you know it's always fun filling out these brackets i do think this is a bullseye uh bracket where and you can throw it throw a dart and hit and you can catch a winner on on any almost on any one of these brackets Exactly. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put all the groups up on our social media. So if you want to play along and pick your winner of each group and we'll kind of take it on stage by stage. But we are going to launch into our brackets. Now, um, I think we just go group one, group two, group three, group four. And then when you can actually, we'll put up a picture of the brackets. It's going to be on our SG Tour app. So you can go and check it out. And then you can see the way that it's going to progress and who's going to be playing who winner wise. But We'll go through each of the groups and we'll go through each of the stages as well to get to our eventual champion. So, shall we just dive right in with group one? Absolutely. Okay, well, in group one, John Ram, Sebastian Munoz, Patrick Reed, and Cameron Young. Elk, I'll let you do the honours. Who are you picking for group one? Well, you know how big I always am on John Ram. 
although he is right now not putting very good. His stats aren't, aren't great, and he's a little frustrated, and he hasn't won in over a year since the U.S. Open at Torrey. And I would normally be looking at someone like Patrick Reed here who normally uh, would be the perfect spoiler for this group, knowing that he had basically the number one player in the group this perfect spot for Patrick Reed to do what he does. You know, that's that's what he loves being in that position. And in fact, he's hitting the ball the worst he's hit it probably in years. So I've got John Rahm still advancing out of this category. Okay, I'm the same. And uh, I really wanted to pick Cameron Young because he's one of these young guns on tour, has been playing great recently. But I'm going with John Ram as well because I just think that when it comes to this format, he's got the experience of playing in the Ryder Cup. And we talk about fiery players with passion. They don't really come much fiery than Ram. So and he hits, it, he hits it the straightest of anyone out there on tour. And when you play a tricky course with that fade shot that he's got, he's going to find the fairway. He's going to put a lot of pressure on the young players and guys that aren't playing well. So, yep, I'm 100% with you on this one. Okay, then. Right, well, let's move across to Group 2. Colin Morikawa, Robert McIntyre, Jason Kokrak and Sergio Garcia. I'll take this one first. And, um, you know, how do you overlook Morikawa? Very hard to do. Uh, we have loyalties to Jason Kokrak, I know. Sergio, I was so big on last year and I thought he was going to be my eventual champion. But I am... As you said, you know, this can be a bit of a bullseye. I'm going to pick with my heart and I'm going with the Scottish flag and Robert McIntyre. And, but I, you know, he's an insanely talented player. And I think that he's kind of just waiting for some, some sort of breakthrough, some sort of recognition when it comes to the stage over PGA Tour, these WGCs, these majors. So I'm picking Robert McIntyre. And he played great last year. So... He's got that experience around the course. Well, normally speaking, we would just put Morikawa's name in, you know, as the best ball striker, the best iron player. You know, okay, he's putting this hot and cold, but he, he always wins quickly and, and diffuses that whole situation. So I get it. You're Scottish, Robert McIntyre, left-hander, the whole show. I get that. But I'm going with Kokrak. Kokrak's won three times. Uh, recently in the last oh, what, 13 months. He's as hot as Sam Burns or any of these guys. And when he gets going, he's almost unbeatable. We saw what he did at the Colonial last year, playing against Spieth down down the stretch. I think all those experiences have helped Jason Kokrak. When he, he hits it a mile and straight and putts good. So I've got Jason Kokrak in that spot, Diane. Okay, right. Group three, Victor Hovland, Sepp Straka, Will Zalatoris and Cameron Tringali. So Hovland obviously being the lead pick in that group, but are you going to pick him? I certainly am. Yay! Uh, this was a tough. This was a tough one. I mean, Zalatoris, you know, would be normally something that I would really be into picking. He's sort of like the Scotty Scheffler before. I don't think this is going to be his first tournament win this week. Hovland is hitting the ball as good as anyone. The only thing he doesn't do is doesn't chip that good, but he's hitting hitting more greens than anyone. Cameron Tringali, I just think he's outmatched in this group. I like I like Tringali. He shows up a lot in big tournaments. But Victor Hovland, I've moved forward in this one, Diane. Okay, well, I am hoping that Will Zalatoris gets a hot putter and, and can make it through these matches with enough points to be the group winner. So I'm picking Will Zalatoris because I do think, again, this would be a big win. And I, I think that there is a big win coming for Willie Z. So... That's it. He's my pick for group. You're going to have to tell me. I want you to tell me as we go forward if this is a sort of a 
a bracket buster. Like if you say no one else is going to be picking this guy, and I reckon I'm going to bust the bracket with this guy, but I don't think you have on this one. I no, think he's, not he's yet. A coin flip. Think. Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. I think I do have a few coming up, but uh, bear with me. I think I do too. Okay, well, Group 4, um, the headliner is Patrick Cantley, then joined by Keith Mitchell, Sung J.M. and Seamus Power. So I will give you my pick. I have been loyal on Keith Mitchell for a long time this year, and he's been playing really, really well. He puts himself in contention a lot, and I think he's got that grit. He's got that fight. So I'm picking Keith Mitchell as my winner from Group 4. Well, strangely enough, I think, uh, you made a good decision there. I don't know why I'm not looking at Cantlay and just putting his name in, but I'm I'm all over Keith Mitchell. I yeah. think he's played good enough to be close enough for long enough to be able to step into a role where he's going to have to take out one of these guys and uh, see his power. Some JM Cantlay. I think I think Keith Mitchell. I'm with you. Okay, cool. Well, group five, this could be my bracket buster. Scotty Scheffler, Ian Poulter, Matt Fitzpatrick and Tommy Fleetwood. This is like a little mini Ryder Cup situation where Scotty Scheffler is being ganged up on. But he finished runner-up here last year. He played in his first Ryder Cup last year at Whistling Straits and took down John Ram in the Sunday singles. Are you going to pick Scheffler? I am. And... Anything could happen in this group. There's, there's two coin flip groups in here. What I mean by that is you can pick any one of the four and, all, and there would be a good argument. I can sit here and make a decent argument for all four of these guys to get through this. But Scheffler, obviously he was in the final last year. He knows how much endurance it's going to take to play this week. He putts unreal and he knows how to play this course. So I'm moving on Scottish Chef Leffler. Okay, well, I am taking Ian Poulter. <laughs> There's maybe no surprise there. I remember I picked him last year and the postman did deliver for a long period of time. Um, my reason being, he thrives in this environment. And we saw it at the Ryder Cup. I mean, I know it was a whitewash victory for the US over the Europeans, but Poulter still turns up and he loves this. He, he just, he thrives off it. So I'm picking Ian Poulter. Fair enough. I understand the allegiance. <laughs> Even though I'm Scottish and he's English. <laughs> I know, but as we say, you know, in Australia, we say over there, yeah, over, over there, there somewhere. In European yeah. bracket. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. Group six is, well, it's going to be headlined by a frustrated Justin Thomas who wanted that win at the Valspar so badly. Um, Luke List, Kevin Kisner and Mark Leishman. This is the one uh, that anyone can win this group. This is the hardest group. This is out of the 16 brackets, Diane. You could say, oh, Kisner could win the tournament. Luke List is up and coming, won already this year. Justin Thomas, of course, we know all about him, and Mark Leishman. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who's going to win this one at all. So I'm going with my allegiance, Diane. I'm going with Mark Leishman, the Aussie. Yes, your countryman. Okay, then. Well, I am sticking with Justin Thomas. For kind of the reason I just gave in that he he wanted to win the Valspar. He was so close and he hasn't had a win since the players last year. His his game has improved. And with bones on the bag, there was a few things that I heard over the coverage from the Valspar that they were maybe back and forth on some decisions. And I think he maybe is just starting to trust bones a little bit more. But I think Justin Thomas is so close and this could be his week. So I'm picking JT. Okay, 
All right, so that's group six. On to group seven, which is Xander Shoffley, Takumi Kanaya, Tony Finau, and Lucas Herbert. I'll, I'll go, I'll go. I'm going to pick Xander um, just because, I, well, did I have a question mark over picking Shoffley? No, and I wasn't going to pick Finau as much as you. I know you love Lucas Herbert, and I don't know too much about Takumi Kanaya to kind of say that he's going to go out and beat the likes of Shoffley and Finau. However, maybe he will. Maybe he's going to be the big surprise bracket buster, but I'm going to stick with Xander. Well, I understand that. Xander has tried hard for the last month or so, and I haven't seen much out of him, and I don't know what's going on with him. He hasn't been on TV as much as he normally is. Uh, Lucas Herbert from Australia burst on the scene, played good over in Scotland and England last year, Got was on the European tour, came over here and won in Bermuda, now is on our tour, had super, super low round at Bay Hill the other day and terrible hard course, weather, all that. Lucas Herbert. Big opportunity for a young guy to step into the match play, get in front of the lights and, uh, you know, move on. I've got him, the Aussie. Oh, I got two Aussies in. I love that. Okay, so that's group seven. Moving on to group eight. And we are Dustin Johnson, Mackenzie Hughes, Max Homa and Matthew Wolf. I, I think I struggled with this group more than any. Wolf is very, um, you know, up and down lately. Homer, playing great. DJ, I had him picked last week, got off to a decent start after a really good tournament where he shot nine under at the Players' Championship. Mackenzie Hughes is up and coming. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still going to go with the guy that took off last week and rested because he's getting his game ready. I'm going to with Max Homer. There's oh, a few guys, you've, you've already said a couple of times, intensity. I mean, Homer's not as intense as JT or as intense as John Rahm, but he's the next level down and he loves golf and he's intense and I like everything about him. I'm going with Homer here. I picked Max as well. So there you go. We'll Good. see who comes out there. I thought you were going to go with DJ for definite. That's kind of, I was like, I'm not going to. Let me him. down. Like, Let me down. Fine. So he's on, he's on the bench. I get that. Okay. Group nine is Bryson DeChambeau, Richard Bland, Taylor Gooch and Lee Westwood. So two Americans, two Englishmen, Bryson back from injury. So I already know that you're probably not going to pick him. Well, we always have a rule. We never pick Bryson DeChambeau after a break anyway because he's all pumped up and he hasn't been playing. He makes mistakes. He hits it too hard, too far, does all these mistakes. No, I'm not I'm not picking him again. And I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you the information that I'm holding back on him. I'm going with Taylor Gooch, one of your one one of your picks back in the day, or not not too long ago, that got me starting to look at him. Very disappointing he finished at Bay Hill. Kid's got one of the best golf swings I've seen in a long time. I like everything about Taylor Gooch, so I'm all over. If I had a five-star pick, I'm going with Taylor Gooch this week. I'm picking Taylor Gooch as well. Look at us going back to back with the same. And first of all, I can't believe that you're withholding Bryson information that you may have. But I do understand that you're a very loyal man. And if you heard this from someone within the inner circle, then you can't repeat it. Well, I just don't think, yeah, the sources that I've, hearing from i don't mind saying that that i'm not going to give any information other than he's not as fit and strong and healthy as uh he's going to give it a go let's just leave it at that okay that's a good way to put it right well group 10 is louis ustazen alex norin paul casey and Corey connors yeah yeah this is a 
this is an interesting group. I mean, Louis Oosthuizen was so hot last year. Alex Noren hits that power fade, which tells me he's going to hit a lot of fairways. Corey Connors, as you know, is one of my favorite strikers of the ball out there. And then I've got Paul Casey, who got the worst break at the Players' Championship. Cam Smith was probably still going to win it, but I'm going with Paul Casey. He just does well in these tournaments that are match play, and he hangs in there, and he hits it good and straight, and he took a week off last week, so he's rested and he's confident. I'm all over Paul Casey. Okay, well, I am going to pick Alex Norin. Um, I knew you were going to do that. Well, yeah, you know, I picked him in something a while ago, and he played great for like the first couple of days. But he is such an underrated name on the PGA Tour right now because he's playing well and getting himself in contention pretty much every week. I mean, he just finished good at the players. He what finished top 10 last week at the Valspar. So Alex Noren is quietly just making his presence known and looking at his stats we were talking about you know these guys are going to have to scramble well and you know put themselves in position he's a very good scrambler so I am going with Alex Norin from group what group number are we on anyway we're on group 10 so Alex Norin is my pick there and you I knew that you knew that I knew I knew I knew exactly where you were going this is another one that I struggled with group 11 Jordan Spieth Keegan Bradley Adam Scott and Justin Rose Um, I was very close to picking Jordan very close to picking Scotty but I'm going with Keegan Bradley after a good showing at the Players Championship um, I am picking him this week I think he can go on and do a lot more yeah this group to me would have been a really interesting group about three years ago, if you had that same group and you were looking at this and you'd say, well, Jordan was the top of his game and Keegan was playing great PGA champion, Adam Scott, of course, and then Justin Rose, but Rose's game has dropped out a lot. Adam's had a couple of good weeks, always question mark with the putter, Keegan, as you noted, but I'm still going with the up and up and down game guy. I mean, I haven't seen Jordan for a while. He's been, I guess, with the new child and stuff, he's taken a little bit more time off. It's in Texas. I mean, the guy won last year in San Antonio. I mean, he's an up-and-down machine. I, I don't really care how he hits it. I'm taking Jordan Spieth to move out of this bracket. Okay, well, Group 12, we have defending champion Billy Horschel, Minwoo Lee, Thomas Peters, and Tom Hoagie. Yeah, this is – I, I want to ask you something. How many have you scratched out yet? And put in someone else as you read through. None, or I'm, uh, I'm at two right. I'm at oh, two not, right now. Not one. I like. I printed out one copy, and I have one gold pen, and I like things to look neat. So I was like, you have to stick with your guns. So, the, as I said, you know, as I went through it, I'm like, oh, I might have made a few mistakes here. But um, I picked Billy Horschel. I'll just put it out there right now because I remember I picked him to go quite far last year. And the real reason was that kind of fire in his belly and his competitive nature. And and he got the W. So Billy Horschel is going to be looking to defend and go back to back here. So I'm going with him. He's definitely going to be hard to beat. There's no doubt about that. But I don't have him advancing from this bracket. I've got Tom Hoagie. And the reason I have him is... He went for years out on tour where he couldn't win. He couldn't get himself in position. Then all of a sudden, he just broke that door down. And he's always been known as one of the greatest strikers of the ball out on tour, a straight hitter, just does everything, just real simple, methodical, you know, easy tempo. 
And I'm just going to watch Tom Hoagie just go through this bracket and just play the straight shot and advance. Right. I'm going with Tom Hoagie. Okay. Another one. I mean, he's there or thereabouts every week right now, too. So group 13 is Terrell Hatton, who had a good showing at Bay Hill. Christian Bezadenhut, Daniel Berger and Siwoo Kim. Who, are, who have you got for group 13? You go first. Okay. Well, mine will come as zero surprise because I am picking Daniel Berger. He was my pick. Are you? I mean, to me, he was the standout choice here. I looked at Hatton, but Daniel Berger is just such a great ball striker. And um, I had tipped him as being my main pick for the Players' Championship. And he still had a good finish. But I still think that Berger is building up to something really big. So he's my pick. And yours. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Berger's a great striker. He's going to be tough to beat on any course, anywhere. And he's he's too strong for the other players in this bracket. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that was Group 13. We're on to Group 14. Joaquin Neiman, Maverick McNeely, Kevin Na, and Russell Henley. You go first here. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is my one of my favourites. Uh, as you'll see, is I'm going to open him up a little bit more as this goes along, but... He won at Riviera. The kid they seemed to play really good on these tricky courses because they, he grew up in Chile. And I know I've never been to Chile, but in Australia, they have these smaller courses with a lot of undulation. Narrower, you've got to curve the ball, chip, putt, all that. So, yeah, I've got Neiman in a landslide coming out of this one. Okay, well, I'm going to pick Maverick McNeely, who got in last minute when Sam Burns withdrew. And I just think that, again, I cannot believe he's searching for his debut win on the PGA Tour because he is such a good ball striker, such a talented young guy, and it's got to be coming for him. So why not make it a week where he got in by the skin of his teeth and he knows that he almost has something to prove? So go for the fight, and I think Maverick will get through his group stage. Okay. Okay. So that was group 14. Two more to grow. Group 15 is Abraham Answer, Bubba Watson, Webb Simpson, and Brian Harmon. Um, I am going for a guy who has a WGC under his belt already. He won the FedEx St. Jude last year. And he lives, I don't know if he lives in Austin, but he lives in Texas. I think this is a week for Abraham Answer to thrive. So he's my pick. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I love answer. You know, again, another another guy that's coming out of Mexico that plays on courses that are tricky and tree line, or we've seen the course in Mexico. This one's tight, narrow, curves the ball, putts good. Yep, I'm with you on that one. And then the final group is Brooks Kepka, Eric Van Royen, Shane Lowry, and Harold Varner the third. I think this could be a real upset group in that I mean, really any of them could take it. Yeah, and normally we would look at this and go, well, Kepka's so, you know, so strong and, you know, all that. He just not doesn't look himself. I mean, the shots he was hitting at the players' championship, yeah, I know the wind was blowing. He was putting bad. He doesn't look focused. I know he's getting married in the spring. Maybe, maybe I know what it's like to put on a wedding, although he's in it with my daughter just getting married. But Aww. I'm going with Harold Barner out of this group, Diane. I think there's a, still a little meat on the bone here. He won that sort of event. We saw him have a good week at the Players' Championship. He's been in the heat enough, and I think he might just push through this group. And that's my pick. Okay. Well, I am picking Brooks Kepka because 
we saw low round of the day at the Valspar on Sunday from him and that shot him up all the way up into the top 10 and He's talked about the fact before that um, he needs bigger events to really motivate him to do well. And he pulled that out of the bag at the Valspar. The players was an anomaly and he was in the, the rough side of the draw. But I think that Kepka, it's gone. It's been long enough now. He's been talking about the fact that his game is so close. He's right there and we ain't seen nothing yet. So get a WGC under your belt. I think Kepka will progress through Group 16. All right. So now, I mean, we did our groups in numerical order, but that's not who the guys are going to be playing against if they make it through the group. So Elk, we'll just rattle through this quickly and we'll kind of go through our bracket with our winners from the groups and we'll find out who our eventual champion is. Okay, fair enough. Right, so I think we just kind of rattle through our brackets a little bit. Um, I'll go first with mine. So group one winner is going to be playing group 16 winner. I have John Ram v Brooks Kepka, and I think Kepka is going to win. Um, between group eight and group nine, for me, it's Max Homa against Taylor Gooch. And I actually think that Max Homa is going to progress further. Between groups four and 13, Keith Mitchell v Daniel Berger. I am so big on both of them but I do think that this is going to be a strong week for Daniel Berger between group 5 and group 12 I have Ian Poulter against Billy Horschel I think that Horschel um, defending champion is going to beat out Poulter um, between group two and group 15, Robert McIntyre v. Abraham Answer. I'm sticking with Abraham Answer. I've got a good feeling about him this week. Then group seven v. group 10, Xander Shoffley against Alex Norin. Maybe a little upset and Alex Norin's going to keep this going. So he's going to continue climbing on my bracket. Between group three and group 14, Will Zalatoris against Maverick McNeely. I'm going to Pip Will to take McNeely. And then between group six and group 11, Justin Thomas against Keegan Bradley. And I, I for some reason, this was one of the ones that I'm like, oh, am I really going to go with this? I'm going with Keegan Bradley. I think it's going to be a strong week for him. <laughs> what a <laughs> load of picks you have a there. Lot, a lot of information. It's <laughs> all good. Right. And then Elk, I've got yours. So because I'm filling out your bracket as we're going here. So you have yep, yep. John Ram against Harold Varner III. Who do you think is going to win? I have uh, John Ram moving uh, moving through this round, Diane. OK. And next up, Max Homa and Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch is going to beat Max. OK, then. Keith Mitchell against Daniel Berger. I'm moving Keith Mitchell. I'm 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 not I'm 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 learning from you. I'm gonna move Keith I'm all over the Keith Mitchell. I'm all over the burger pick this week. Okay then. Um Scotty Scheffler against Tom Hoagie. I've got the new man on the block. Tom Hoagie's gonna knock out the hottest one of the hottest guys on tour. I like these upsets. Right next up, Jason Kokrak v Abraham Answer. I've got as much as Kokrak's my guy, I'm going to have Abraham answer move on here. Okay. Uh, Lucas Herbert against Paul Casey. Paul Casey is moving on. Too much too much experience. Too strong. Right. Um, Victor Hovland v. Joaquin Neiman. I've got Neiman. Ooh. I'm all over the young guys. I'm going for endurance and guys that can light it up. And then we have experience here in Mark Leishman against Jordan Spieth. Who are you picking? 
I'm going with the Aussie. I'm going with Mark Leishman. It's going to get hot with the putter. Okay. Right. Well, let's just stick on yours right now because we will take it to the semi-finals. John Ram against Taylor Gooch. I'm moving on Taylor Gooch. Mm, You really are. Um, Keith Mitchell against Tom Hoagie. I'm still riding the... Tom Hoagie, can you believe it? I, I, I love the way that this is going. Okay, Abraham Answer v. Paul Casey. Abraham Answer, I'm all the way there. Right. And then Joaquin Neiman, Mark Leishman. I'm taking Joaquin Neiman to beat Leish in the quarters. Okay, right. Um, let me go to mine. So I had Brooks Kepka against Max Homer. <laughs> I'm picking Kepka. I think he's going to uh, keep going. Then Daniel Berger against Billy Horschel. I'm riding Daniel Berger all the way to the end this week. I had Abraham Answer against Alex Norin. And like you, I think Answer is going to progress. And then Will Zalatoris against Keegan Bradley. I picked Keegan. <laughs> so this is where we're at I know. that one. Okay. It's unreal. Right, and then um, yeah, this is the semis for you then. So, right. so what do we have left? We have I have Gooch versus Hoagie yeah. in the semis, yep. and Answer and Neiman. Yep. Okay, what do you got? Oh, I have got Kepka, Daniel Berger, Abraham Answer, Keegan Bradley. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, Taylor Gooch is going to beat Tom Hoagie to get into the final. Okay. And then what about between Answer and Neiman? This is a coin flip, but I'm going to go with Abraham Answer. Okay. Well, I think that Daniel Berger is going to beat Brooks Kepka to get into the final. Um, and I think Abraham Answer is going to beat Keegan Bradley. So we've done all of that. And your final is Taylor Gooch v. Abraham Answer. And mine is Daniel Berger v. Abraham Answer. So that was pretty good. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna predict that uh, are we gonna do our tiebreaker again this year like we did last year. So if you if you got if you had the same bracket, we gotta we gotta have how many birdies or is the tiebreaker to how yeah. many birdies the winner makes? Yes, let's do that. So well, because I think that Daniel Berger is gonna be the eventual champion. And I've got Abraham Answer, uh, the eventual champion. It's only an 18 hole match on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Seven birdies for Abe Answer on Sunday wow. is my tiebreaker. Okay, and for Daniel Berger, I'm going to go with six birdies. Okay. Okay. Wow, we really got through that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, when you fill out these brackets, as anyone who will be filling out their bracket, they, you, you feel so strongly about it, Diane, and then day one happens and it's all upside down. But let's hope, you know, I'm really, I'm looking this week at young guys. I've got Gooch. I've got Answer, I've got Neiman, I've got Hoagie. These guys I'm picking for a reason, Diane. They're hot. They've been playing well. They're young. They're going to go, you know, extra holes, whatever they got to do. Taylor Gooch is up and coming. Tom Hoagie has proven himself. That's what. I, that's my thinking when it goes into my bracket. Tell me yours. Well, I my I as soon as I saw Daniel Berger, I mean, I kind of knew that I wanted to track him and, and keep him going throughout. But for me, part of it was – 
he came so close at the Honda. He's, he's playing so well right now, played good at the players. And I just think that there's a, another victory around the corner for Daniel Berger. So, um, and I think a final between Berger and Answer would be really Great good range. to see. Yeah, really good. Well, thank you for listening to our Tour Report podcast this week for the WGC Dell Technologies match play. It's um, it's just fun to see something a little bit different, Elk, isn't it? It's a bit of breath of fresh air, um, especially as we are in the real kind of meat and bones of the season. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm partial to Texas. Of course, I live, I'm Australian. I live in, live in Texas. But it's going to be nice to get the players down in this part of the country. They'll be having their Tex-Mex. It's a great venue. Old school clubhouse, live oaks everywhere. It's very charming golf course, charming area down on the river. A lot of, lot of fan interest. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great week. Okay, good. And um, yeah, don't forget, fill out your brackets as well. If you follow along on our Twitter at Secret Golf and the same on Instagram, we're going to have the brackets up so you can make your picks and tag us in them and we'll see how we get get going. Um, and as you say, our brackets could be busted after day one, <laughs> but <laughs> we will keep going and we'll enjoy it. Thank you, Diane. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.